This is an AMI podcast. Hey guys, welcome along to another episode of Double Tap. It is Thursday, it's the 6th of July, 2023. Today we're continuing our coverage from the ACB convention and there's more of your feedback as well. You're listening to Double Tap, your daily accessible technology show. Now, here's your hosts, Stephen Scott and Sean Priest. Oh, hello, Sean Priest. How are you? Oh, hello, Stephen Scott. <laughs> I'm very well, thank you, and not at all overhyped on coffee. I'm great. Coffee? Breaking news. Breaking news. Sean Priest drinks coffee? Correct. I know. I Usually I'm a tea guy, but, you know, I didn't sleep very well last night. I was oh, wandering dear. around at 3am, 4am. So, um, yeah, I am feeling it right now. So, yeah, I'm actually having a coffee. Oh, wow. It's not bad. Wandering around at three in the morning. Doing what, can I ask? Uh, well, initially it was looking for food, uh, <laughs> but I, I did that. And then... Um, Nothing in. Do you know what I was doing, Steve? I, I will tell you. What I was doing was mm, I mm, opened mm. up Seeing AI and I went to the World Channel and I tried oh, out world. indoor navigation. <gasps> I know. Hang I'm on, on top not, of it. It's only been over for like six months. <laughs> yes. I know I've been busy. What can I say? <laughs> but, you know, at 3am it felt like the right thing to do. So, yeah, I tested it out and... Um, well, uh, I'm not uh-huh. impressed. I'll, I'll be honest. <gasps> with you. I'm not impressed. Uh-huh. There were a couple of things there which I thought absolutely amazing. Firstly, just using the um, spatial audio for head tracking uh, Air- AirPods in our case, or headphones, any head tracking headphones, the support for that, I thought this is going to be really good. This is going to be fantastic. I then tried to do the um, start point. So wherever you're starting your route, you simply pan your phone around and it says, you know, 1% done, 10% done, and it locks in. Okay, I recognize this starting point. So later on, when you load up this route, I will know where you are. That worked incredibly well as well. I then actually walked the route and... um, No, it was absolutely terrible. I'm sorry, I didn't have a clue what was going on. It just makes this constant noise in your ear and it was always in my right ear so I was just scraping along a wall all the way yeah it just didn't work now with that said this is in preview mode so this is the beta and you know it does say it makes it incredibly clear so I don't want to be too harsh although I just have been but um yeah I was I was disappointed I'll be honest with you now you say you didn't have a clue but did you have the clue app Oh, 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 well, someone's had a coffee as well. Oh, I know. I had two coffees, and this one's just kicking in. (laughs) Just at that moment, they clicked in. I did, actually. I I did uh, straight away afterwards because I was disappointed. I loaded up Clue because it has had an update since the last time I used it. And again, it's all about recognising where you're starting the route from. That seems to be key when it comes to indoor navigation. And now Clue, it used to be you had to put your phone against something, physically hold it flat against a a door frame or something like that. But now you just take a picture. So I was sat in the bedroom. I took a picture of uh, just like the dressing table. And that is your starting point. Um, And it says, okay, walk away from it and then come back and I'll see if I can recognize it, basically. And it did Uh straight away. So that's how it does it. Um, I will say I preferred the seeing AI way of marking the starting point. I thought that was really good. But as for walking the route that you record absolutely amazing i mean it's just so good bare left a little bit straight on and it it always impresses me when it says go down the stairs or go up the stairs it just it was spot on all the way so clue is absolutely fantastic for that i kind of wish the two of them would get together because as i said recognizing the starting point was so much better on seeing ai but actually the root thing was just junk um at the moment, it's in preview, people, um, and Clue, for walking that route, absolutely amazing. It just feels like Clue hasn't got quite the user-friendly interface that um, Seeing AI has, or other apps for that matter. So between the two of them, um, there's something really exciting there. So they could get together a little, a little baby Clue. A baby Clue AI. Then, Clue-y. Yeah. Clue-y. Clue-y 
there you go. That could work. You, yeah, just, so you that... just reminded me of a joke, by the way. Um, oh, which, no, that's, oh, that's a terrible thing. So I was watching The Sopranos. I've been watching, re-watching The Sopranos again. I think it's like the sixth time. <laughs> Can we play breaking news? <laughs> no, it doesn't apply here. It really does not. It's about 25 years ago, surely. I know, it's ridiculous. Hey, speaking of which, uh, Independence Day, 27 years ago that movie came out. That makes me feel old. Um, I, I've never heard of it or seen it, so... You, um, hang on, what, hang on, whoa, whoa, what? whoa, hang on. What? You've never heard of Independence Day, ID4, Will Smith. ID, oh yeah, no, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, I have, yeah. Thank okay. you. Okay, sorry, yeah. I take it all back. It was Best your Scottish twang, ever. I didn't know what it was, yeah. Yeah, you didn't understand the words <laughs> Independence Day. <laughs> I think that yes. says more about you. Anyway, uh, so anyway, I was watching Sopranos, and it, just as something you said there reminded me of a little joke. A little, 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 little joke, yeah, which, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I can actually say this one in case, in case Are you, you know, sure? Uh, it's all right. No, it's fine. It's fine. I've checked. It's fine. This is okay. It's F is for family today. Uh, it's a family show. But yeah, so the joke was my dad and I uh, went into the woods for some hunting. Uh, we saw a sign. It said, bear left. So we just got back in the car and went home. Oh, bear, uh, bear left! Get it? Bear left! <sighs> I'm relieved. Actually, it was just—it was clean. Well that's, done. You. That's the only joke I can tell from The Sopranos. <laughs> I promise you, that's the only one I can tell. Um, now, listen. You said you were up at three o'clock this morning and you were wandering around. Can I just remind people of the time that you decided to go wandering around your house, and in particular to an area of your house? You had not ventured into very often, not the kitchen, because you actually spend a lot of time in I the live kitchen. There, and the shed, yes. Usually trying to scrounge for food. But you did not decide. Dog. No, well, yeah. <laughs> um, but you did decide this one day to get fit a couple of years back. This is before your accident recently. Um, and you did decide to go and get fit. So you thought you would go and try, you know, some equipment and you would Where record you would record your experience. <laughs> Oh no! Yes, yes, I did. Right, but, and it was a very, uh, very successful visit. And then we moved on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, what you did was you sent me the audio clip that we couldn't use because private and confidential. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to yeah. play it because I think this is so funny, and it reminds me of just a few months ago when you did exactly the same thing with tragic consequences. So this is Sean uh, a couple of years back. <laughs> going for a trip to his gym in his house to record a little segment for us here on Double Tap. To the gym. It's a bit of a commute. Ah, listen to that. Ah, and we're in. Turn the power on. Oosh. And oh, 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 me toe! Oh, stop me toe! Oh, that's it! No, I'm out. No, forget it. Ah, ah, ah! Oh, no, me toe! I've only got me flip flops on. Oh. Well, when you play it like that, it makes me sound ridiculous. I mean, oh, you really? Know. Really? That's what makes you sound ridiculous. Okay, all right. Oh, that made me laugh. I've never been back. I've got my garage is my gym. Obviously, I don't have a car. Um, So yes, it is like literally a ten-second walk. I've never been back in since. It's a dangerous place out there. I've told you a million times: do not go outside. Bad things will happen. Or inside, actually, in that case. And, well, yeah, but you had to go outside to go inside. You see, and yep. that was the same thing. You were going out that day to take the dog a walk, and you fell. So the message, and the, hopefully mm. the lesson has been learned: never leave the house. Never, leave. unless you have some sort of O and M training, maybe. Oh, or, oh, oh uh, that's oh yeah. I see where you're going here. Right, uh, 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 very good, very good. Thank um, you. Because yes, you just reminded me. <laughs> This is a text, you're honest. Uh, We are uh, featuring lots of little clips today from uh, Michael Babcock, who has uh, been reporting for us from the ACB convention, doing a sterling job. Damasi Thomas is also at the NFB convention. He is totally swamped. Uh, AT guys, these guys are for the AT guys stand, and they are absolutely swamped. I think he's like three deep constantly. 
at the stand, which is just incredible. So we are going to hear more from Damasi, but later in the week. Uh, but today we're going to hear from Michael, who's uh, at ACB, and uh, he's been talking to lots of different organisations there. Uh, some are on tech. Later we're going to hear from Sam from The Blind Life. Uh, you'll know that uh, YouTube channel, I guess. Oh, yes. Very he's, good. Uh, he's uh, talking to Michael, and that is cool. So we'll hear that interview later. Uh, we're also going to hear uh, about a girl who creates her own designs and T-shirts and all kinds of things. So we'll hear about that uh, called Blind Girl Adventures. Sorry, Blind Girl Designs, I should say. Um, yes. Blind Girl Adventures is another thing. Um, yes. And uh, Yeah, well, there's so many, <laughs> so many organizations. Uh, but yes, uh, one particular one that uh, we have featured here on the show before is Leader Dogs for the Blind. And uh, this is a really interesting organization. The name gives you the impression that it's all about guide dogs. But actually, they do a lot more. And Michael's been catching up with them this week at the ACB convention in Chicago. Hey, it's Michael here from ACB 23 in Schaumburg. And I'm joined with Lauren and Aaron. For once, I actually remembered people's names. Hey, guys, thanks for being here. What do you guys do at Leader Dogs? So at Leader Dogs, we offer guide dog services and orientation and mobility services. So we do white cane training and guide dog training. So if I'm already comfortable with a cane, should I reach out to you guys? You could. Um, we still offer, We our orientation mobility program is great because you get to work one-on-one with a certified O&M specialist. Mm-hmm. We bring you in for a week and they kind of meet you where you're at with your skills and then take you where you want to go. So it's very individualized. Um, you get a week long of just working towards whatever goals you are looking for. Um, so whether you have skills with the white cane already and you're trying to get better or whether you have never held a cane before in your life, we kind of take take what we can get and take you where you want to go. So there's a lot of guide dog schools in the U.S. What, 11 or 14, something like something that? Something like that. Yeah. So, so what sets you guys apart? Um, as far as guide dogs go, we're pretty much right there with everyone else. I mean, we do positive reinforcement, so we use um, food, and we really want you to be engaged with your dog and all of those sorts of things. Um, so, you know, whichever school you pick, it's pretty much just up to you. We try and do the best we can to provide all the follow-up support and all of those things as well. And does this cost me as a student at all? All of our services, are, all of our services, whether it's orientation, mobility, or guide dog services, are provided free of charge. So we cover um, the travel, all, any of your travel needs on our, on your way to our campus, and then for the full three weeks for guide dog class, if you're with us, or the week long that you're with us for orientation and mobility, it's you stay at our residence. We give you all your meals. We cover all of that. So. Ooh, is it good food? It is delicious. It's good. We so, actually but, sell a um, recipe book in our gift ah, shop that has our our leader dog favorites. I I like that. So it's better than McDonald's. It is very delicious. <laughs> right. And also, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention, we also offer a summer camp for our 16 and 17-year-olds. Um, we bring you on to campus for a week as well. You get to do all of the fun O&M things, connect with other 16 and 17-year-olds, and then also you get a day with a dog and an instructor. So we'll hang out with you for a day, and you can ask our, any questions you have. Um, and it's full of lots of fun activities, escape rooms, and all sorts of fun things. Um, and then also, um, if for your kids kids that are maybe even a little bit younger, we also have a little program where you can apply and um, your student can come onto campus, come visit us uh, along with a family member or a support team member in there with them. And um, they get to learn, both of you get to learn together orientation mobility skills, as well as um, get family on board for those challenges you may be facing. So lots of fun stuff going on at LeaderDot. Two more questions. Number okay. one, do you guys work with people internationally or only in the U.S.? We work with both. So we are all over the U.S., and then we bring clients in from South America and from Spain. Okay. And number two, how can people learn more? Uh, You can go to our website at leaderdog.org, and we have information on all of our programs available there. If you want to be a volunteer puppy raiser for us, because we're always looking for puppy raisers as well, (laughs) and if there's any other way that you want to get connected. Perfect. Well, thanks a lot for you guys' time, and I appreciate it. They've been right across the aisle from me, and I've been meaning to come over all week. So thanks a lot. Michael Babcock joining us from ACB and giving us all these reports this week. More to come from Michael, but uh, that is a really great service and that can be really useful for a lot of people. I love the fact that it's free to blind people. Yeah. I guess the, the big cost is going to be traveling across the States to get to it or traveling from Canada to get to it. So that's probably the biggest cost involved. But, you know, it's one of those things you have to, I guess, ask yourself the question, like Kayaka did, like Scott did, who got in touch with us about this a while back. He mm-hmm. said, you know, I, I went there because I just felt I needed this. 
And and sometimes we need to take control of that in our lives, right? We've got to say, do you know what? I'm I'm not feeling as comfortable. Or I'm not feeling as independent as I'd like, and make the decision and make that commitment to go and do it. It's not that it, I don't want to get into the whole super blind conversation because it's not that. It's really not that. It's more about just saying, right? I need to up my skills. I need to know more about you know. I, I we could be so much more independent if we've got the right tools. That's what. That's what the white cane, for example, is. It's not just yep. to tell other people that we are visually impaired. It's a navigational aid. Yeah. And and Scott is a perfect example of that. I mean, I, I was so surprised when he told me he was going on this because he is so incredibly confident. At least that's the appearance and impression that I got. He mm. travels the world on his own. Yet he just said I, I i just feel like i need some more confidence and i could be even more independent with a little bit more training and he was so impressed with leader dog as well and, and he said he came away feeling he's gained that confidence which is you know it's an individual thing it's how you feel absolutely i think this is an amazing project and i wish there was so much more of them you know in in different countries and also let me say as well i think the summer camp for 16 and 17 year olds is so important as well because from a personal um experience going from um going to blind college from mainstream school at 16 and 17 and mixing with visually impaired people and people with disabilities made a huge difference to my attitude and it, it really helped me and i think that's it's amazing it can't be um uh, overstated how important that is. Yeah, it kind of goes back to the conversation we have about Braille, which is that, you know, kids who are low vision will often be left out of certain things. And I felt that. I, yeah. I think about, again, I kind of think about it in a retrospective sense because I, I couldn't have thought about it at the time. I wouldn't have known it existed. Now, I don't know if there were options like that for, for me or you know, my my friends at that time. I don't know if that was even an option, to be honest, in the UK or in Scotland where I live. But to know that there were options available and to see the options available today, I really hope that all the children, not just the blind children, but all the low vision children are getting a chance to do this. I imagine they probably are. Yes, you would um, hope so. Yeah. I mean, it's weird, right? Because when I was growing up, I used to go to all kinds of different events for disabled kids. It was mm -hmm. termed disabled kids. And these were kids of all different disabilities, right? And it was never really among, I was never really among other blind kids. It was always yes. other disabled kids. And it was really weird, in a sense, looking back at that, because that, was that the only option there? And maybe it was. Maybe that was the only option that there, at that there time. was. Yeah, maybe. But, but it was that kind of, I'll just put them all in one room and they'll figure it out. Yeah, I'd go to <laughs> deaf discos, uh, you know, there'd be kids in wheelchairs, there'd be kids who were deaf, there were kids with different, you know, cerebral palsy or uh, Down syndrome or lots of different things. And in a way, it was, it was good for me because, and again, maybe the argument is that the world should be like this, right? We shouldn't be segregating anybody off. Well, that's the discussion, yeah. You know, ideally, the world is full of everybody with every kind of condition because that's the world we're in. Um, but yeah, the reality is we were segregated off and we were segregated off as disabled kids. The problem was we had so many different experiences that mm -hmm. we couldn't really connect. There was no connection, really. Even the word disability didn't connect us. Yeah, I hear about this a lot. No. And it's Disability Pride Month right now, right? And everyone's jumping up and down and saying this is fantastic and Disability Pride Month, we should all be proud. And, and I think, yeah, um, you know, if you want to be proud of your disability, that's great. I'm, pr I'm proud for you. I'm happy for you. If you're at that place in your life, that's where you want to be. That's great. I think we all need to also remember there's a lot of people who are new to disability who will not be feeling in any way proud of their disability. In fact, they'll probably wish they just didn't have it in the first place and, you know, could go back to living the life they had. And you have to acknowledge that. That's not to decry the people who are proud, though. People who are proud should be allowed to be proud and you should be proud of anything you want to be proud of. It's that word proud, I think, is, is the thing. It's It's... I mean, I think I felt shame for a long time when I first was, you know, had that talk of you're going to lose your sight at 13 or whatever it was. Um, and people should never feel ashamed of a disability. But, you know, I think it's a harsh truth that often we are. Yeah. Um, so I think well, we, we don't know, live in isolation. That's the thing, right? We yeah. don't live on our own with other people who are like us in the sense that, you know, I don't live, I mean, I, 
I live with my wife who's blind, but my, my family are not blind. My, my friends, a lot of my friends aren't blind. So in that world, it's different, right? You can, you can stand up and say, I'm proud of being blind. But I think a lot of friends of mine would turn around and say, what the earth are you talking about? Yeah. And you um, have to explain that, right? And I, I'm not, I am not one of the proud of being blind people. I'm just saying that. That's not me. I'm not proud of it. I don't find any, any great joy in it. If I could get my vision restored fully tomorrow, I would. Yes. Because I don't want this. I wouldn't want this on anyone else. I don't get the love for this. I really don't. Now, if you've been born blind, for example, and you've never seen the world and you've always been blind and you've got through life to this point and, you know, maybe you're in your 50s and your 60s or whatever it is and you're really proud of what you've achieved, then I think quite right. I think you should feel that way. I think that is the right approach because you've, you've not known anything else, right? You've achieved a lot and you've done it despite all the challenges that you face, but you've never had the previous experience of vision. So yeah, I, I get the pride element of it, but for me, it's just not, it's not something I'm particularly proud of. Because people, someone, someone sent me a message the other day saying, you've never mentioned Disability Pride Month. It's, it's Disability Pride Month. And I said, I'm not proud of being blind. So I'm not going to. I'm not going to talk know, about some, that. Sometimes you can get stuck on, as I say, the term "proud." I think it, it's it's more that, that that certain people. I mean, it's the same with the LGBTQ community, right? I think that some communities are seen in a certain way or treated a certain way, a lesser way than others. And disability, mm. I think, comes under that. And it's a case of, hey, we're not what you think the stereotype is. We're not. You've had it yourself. Where you've had comments of, oh, you you went to school or you yeah. work, or, yeah. you know, that, that, that benchmark of where people see disability. Um, I think that is the purpose of something like this. It's, hey, you know, we are, and again, it does come back to that when I went to, to blind college, because I had that perception of what per people with disabilities were. And when I you know, got there and actually went to the pub with a bunch of people, it's like, oh, actually, exactly the same as everyone else, you know? And I feel ashamed to say that, but that's the perception of disability I had coming from the mainstream that I was at that time. You know, people with disabilities are something different, but it turns out, actually, no, we're, we're just normal people. And when you're in that community with other blind people, you lose that blind label. Whereas if I'm at yes. home, even with your, your loved ones, your family, you're still that person who is blind. Yet when you're with other people who are visually impaired or blind, then you're not. You're just, you know, you're that annoying Sean guy, yeah. But I think it's, you know, one thing I would say is whilst I'm not overtly proud and would stand up and, and yell about how wonderful life is being blind, because I don't necessarily agree that it is, um, what I would say is that I think you do need an element of pride in what you've achieved in your life. But I'm more of a, and this is a very much a West, a West of Scotland approach to life, which is you keep this kind of thing to yourself. You don't talk <laughs> about it publicly. You don't promote That's how kind you of a feel. British thing, yes. It is, but it, it, I will say there's a uniqueness to West of Scotland that it seems to, and it's particularly the West of Scotland, not the East, but the West, where you know you have this kind of, you know, if you do well in life, you do not talk about it. I remember a friend of mine, I'll give you an example, a friend of mine I met, I hadn't seen him for years, and I was going back to visit my grandmother who lived where I was brought up. And I was on the bus going back to that town, and I met this friend, and I said, like, I haven't seen you in years, and we were chatting away, and he said, what's happened to your voice? What's happened to your accent? And I said, what do you mean? And he said, well, you don't sound like you're from where you came from. Oh. And I said, yeah, well, you know, uh, I guess I've just evolved. I'm working internationally. I'm doing lots of different things. Evolved? Wow. Okay. I've evolved. I've evolved. Out of the swamp. <laughs> yes, the swamp I was born into. I've evolved. Out of your like swamp. the tadpole. I've evolved. Wow, making friends, Stephen. Well done. And he said to me, You've forgotten your roots. And I said, No, I haven't forgotten my roots. I just don't choose to live in them. And that's the difference. Oh, yeah. Um, so, you know, I think we, we all evolve on all these issues. We all do. And I've evolved on many issues over time and lots of different things. But pride, I think, is an internal thing for me. Uh, you know, I'm happy to say I'm uh, when I send an email or I use JAWS or I, you know, use a computer with a screen curtain on or I use my smartphone in an emergency and I actually manage to use it without, you know, having to worry about seeing it. 
that is an achievement to me, and I'm proud of that. But yeah. you know, being proud of, of losing vision, no, I, I just don't see the I don't see the connection there. But anyway, um, that's well, just that me. That's just me. <laughs> don't start emailing in and saying, "Well, you're wrong," because that's my opinion. And no, apparently, these do. days, we're entitled to our opinion. Did you know that? Have you been on the internet recently? It's disgusting. <laughs> I'm going on thread. Oh yeah. <laughs> Threads. Is it not threads? Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's threads. They put me uh, off because it's part of Instagram. Is that right? It's, it's out uh, well, today. It's not part of it, but it's, it's, all, will... it's all part of it, isn't it? It's, it's all, all part of the meta the same family thing. Yeah, exactly. We'll check it out lately. Um, yeah, listen, another report later. from Michael. Oh. Uh, yeah, because he was talking to a lovely girl who has created her own T-shirt design business, among other things. Uh, Michael's at the ACB convention for us. Hey, it's Michael here from ACB 23 in Schaumburg, and I'm standing with Trish from Blind Girl Designs. Hey, Trish, how are you? Hey, I'm great, Michael. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Hey, what is Blind Girl Designs? I keep seeing you popping up here and there, so what do you do? Um, Blind Girl Designs is an apparel company. We do T-shirts and hoodies and tote bags and... Aprons and dresses and cardigans, but okay. the thing that I'm really known for um, is all of the prints that I have on the t-shirts, hoodies, aprons, um, and tote bags. And that is all of the prints include either white canes in them or they have braille in them. Okay, so yeah. so white canes or braille? Do you do anything with guide dogs or? Yes, except for sorry, I didn't get to that one. <laughs> we do have I love my guide dog, and uh-huh. um, that has a big Labrador Retriever paw print in the center of it with a big heart. It says I love my guide dog oh yeah so we definitely do and we actually have i love my cat now okay which has a white cane in it and now we actually have people asking okay i just have a regular dog so i want a t-shirt so we'll be working on that going forward as something well. that says i love my dog in I general love my dog. I say, yeah okay well we have i love my cat so that makes sense right mm-hmm. yeah yep, yep. so uh, do you guys have different i have not felt her shirt yet just full transparency yeah. are they different textures or yes we have um ones that are really colorful uh-huh. right, colorful that are vinyl print that are slightly tactile and then this year, new, we have Puff Ink, which is very, very tactile. And you can feel, literally feel everything on the T-shirt. Like a, the white canes printed on the T-shirt are really raised in tactile. And we have um, Braille. And we have a Braille alphabet that's uh, A through Z, the alphabet. And uh-huh. uh, I drew a heart around it. And uh, it looks kind of like lacy. It's very pretty. Okay. And, uh, of course, it's 3D, so you can read the Braille on it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And and it's just the alphabet in Braille? That's the, the first first one I just did, yes, was the alphabet in Braille. That's exciting. And uh, we have sizes small through 5XL in uh, unisex sizing in our t-shirts and our hoodies. Gotcha. So you can you can support people who might like McDonald's a little too That's much. That's exactly right. No problem. 100%. <laughs> and, and if I wanted to get more information about Blind Girl Designs, what's the best way to get in contact with you? Um, we can go to our website, uh, www.blindgirldesigns.com mm-hmm. or our phone number is 862-448-1011. Perfect. And do you have an email address by chance? Trisha, T-R-I-C-I-A, at Blind Girl designs.com. I like it when people make it easy. So thank you very much. And uh, if people are interested, uh, they can check you out. And uh, you're going to be here all week? We'll be here um, well, until Wednesday, Wednesday at one. Yeah. Yes, until Perfect. Wednesday at one we close. Awesome. Well, thanks a lot, Trisha. Thanks, Michael. Yeah, thank you to Michael. And, of course, uh, things are wrapping up at the ACB convention, but uh, we will be hearing more uh, from Michael as he talks to Sam from The Blind Life. That is on the way next. He's making jokes about McDonald's. I, I wonder who's aiming that I was that offended. At. I was yeah. offended, I'll I be honest. I think aiming that at you, I don't yeah. just yeah. love McDonald's. I love KFC as well. Thank mm. you. Mm. Call the Double Tappers now, 1-877-803-4567, or email us, feedback at doubletaponair.com. I do it every single time, Sean Priest. What is that? It's, it's, it's a becoming new thing. a thing. It is. I like it. I don't no. mean to press that button. It just you say plays. That. Oh, I well think, done. I think someone's been in here and reprogrammed my system. And I think it was him, mind you, in saying that, knowing his technical ability. Anyway. Uh, oh, right, moving on. F. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so let's uh, meet Sam from the Blind Life. Michael is at the ACB convention in Chicago for us and has been sending us these reports. 
Hey, it's Michael here with more ACB 23 coverage in beautiful Schaumburg, having a blast. And I am standing here with a guy that some of you guys might recognize his voice. I know I did, and I'm glad he uh, came over and shook my hand, hand, Sam, from The Blind Life. Hey, Sam, how's it going? Hey, Michael, so good to finally meet you in person. Yeah, I mean, email back and forth and then meet in person. Hey, real quick, what is The Blind Life? The Blind Life started out as my YouTube channel many, many years ago. Um, but it has grown into much more. It currently is one of the top YouTube channels in in the world, basically, in the blind community. It's uh, become one of the best resources for information about assistive technology for the blind, pretty much internationally. But it all has also morphed into, I've uh, got a podcast, the Blind Life Podcast, which I just launched recently. I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I do TikToks, my YouTube, or excuse me, my website, theblindlife.net, and all kinds of things. All kinds of things. So you have some stuff on your table. So tell us a little bit about what, what you're doing with the stuff here on the table and, and how convention has been for you. Yeah, convention's been great. I, um, I'm mainly here just kind of promoting the channel and talking about what I offer through that. But I did bring some of my most popular T-shirt designs, uh, a little small sampling. I have like 50 different designs that I sell on Amazon, low vision and blind themed T-shirts. But I brought some of my most popular ones, like my Star Wars themed ones that says, I don't need sight, I use the force. <laughs> and then my, my very popular low vision shirt that says, I can see, but I can't. Hashtag, it's complicated. Nah, I like that. Hashtag, it's complicated. <laughs> it answers the question. It does. It definitely does. So, YouTube, and, and you know, you can record videos and post YouTube all day long. Do you make money off ads, or do you sell stuff, or how does that work? I do, yeah. So, I've been on long enough that I've gotten to that point where um, Google does send, send me a little bit each month. Not very much, but um, and then I do I do sponsored videos with companies. I do product evaluations. I sell my shirts. I also <laughs> offer memberships on my channel, so people can become a member and help support the channel that way. So yeah, I've got a couple different little avenues right. that, I, that I'm working. <laughs> two two more easier questions for you. Number one, why? What is the number one or close to the number one question you get asked as a YouTuber? As a YouTuber, um, how much do you make? Yeah, that's one of them. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Let's 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 premise that as a blind YouTuber. How about that one? As a blind people, people always ask if I do it all myself. Um, in fact, before you walked up, I was talking to a nice couple, and that was one of the questions they asked: Is do I do it myself or do I get help? And the answer is no. I do pretty much everything myself. My wife does help me when I do live streams. She can keep an eye on the chat because it's easier for her to monitor that. But as far as recording, testing the products, editing, posting. All of that, I do it all by myself. That is awesome. Uh, what do you use to edit? I am a DaVinci Resolve guy. I've never heard of that. DaVinci Resolve <laughs> is becoming one of the most popular. It's got a, a very, very powerful free version. Is that Windows, Mac, both? Or? Both, both. Okay. Yep, yep. And an accessible screen reader? Uh, that's probably not. Uh, uh, I haven't played around with that as much. Um, but, you know, if you go into that and, and set up your keyboard commands, you can do yep. a lot of it with your keyboard commands. Yeah, once you get it set up, I imagine it's pretty yeah. useful. Yeah. Well, thanks. And uh, Sam, one last thing. How can people reach out to you if they're interested in learning more about your videos? Easiest thing, literally, you can Google The Blind Life. You'll find pretty much all of my stuff there. But YouTube, it's The Blind Life, or excuse me, YouTube.com slash The Blind Life. Ooh, look at that fancy domain. Yeah, <laughs> and check out the website, TheBlindLife.net. Perfect. Thanks a lot, Sam. You have a beautiful day. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> There you go, Sam from the Blind Life. He's a popular voice in the oh, community, of course. I'm starstruck. Yeah, he's, he's starstruck. He's, yeah. he's the George Clooney of the blind world. Sam uh, does a fantastic job. Old Sam Clooney over there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's very good. Yeah, and listen, a huge thank you to Michael as well for all the wonderful work he's done this week Amazing. and uh, capturing as many people as he possibly could get hold of whilst holding down a full-time job at the yes. same time. Thank I you so really much. appreciate the time Great that uh, Michael and Damasi have been uh, giving us and uh, supporting us through this. You will hear more from both of them on Saturday's episode, Double Tap Express, the... Uh Thank you. That was a bit of a delay on this today. Um, but yeah, the uh, Double Tap Express will roll into town on time or thereabouts uh, on Saturday noon on AMI-audio. That's noon. Eastern, just to be clear. I have to say that. They tell me I have to say noon Eastern. I don't know what Eastern means. It means it's the time. It's, it's the time zone. 
Oh, I don't because understand. Because you could be that. in Vancouver, right? So that would be uh, um, it's twelve it's, minus uh, three, seven, it's nine. Is it? Yeah, we don't. I, I don't know. Anyway, noon Eastern. Noon Eastern. Hear <laughs> <In> my audio <laughs> available worldwide uh, and also on podcast. So uh, yeah. Go check out uh, the Double Tap Express episode this coming Saturday. It will return. Also, Grace Scofield back with the news. Hey, amazing Grace. Everyone loves Grace. In fact, I had an email in the other day. In fact, we might even hear it in the next few minutes, uh, suggesting that Grace should take over the show. Oh. So um, there you go. Don't know how I feel about that anymore. No, I, I used to like Grace. I don't yeah. know. I'm kind of going off her, if I'm honest. I, I, I liked her for a bit. You know, she was nice. But then, you know, the ego kicks in, you know, a yeah, couple weeks on air. It. People want to like take her. Over. She gets popular. All I'm going to say is, we'll be here when they're all gone. Um, unless, of course, we're not, and we'll be cancelled. <laughs> God bless you, Mr. F. <laughs> oh, okay, right, Shall we get to some feedback? Because I yes, feel please. like we have been neglecting our audience a little bit because of oh, our amazing. incredible coverage of ACB and uh, NFB conventions this week. So, uh, yes, let us talk uh, to our audience. We have a voicemail here, actually a voice attachment that's been sent in for, uh, to, on an email uh, from Marco, who's been in touch. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Sean. This is Marco from Germany. Oh, hello. This is my first contribution to Double Tap, so uh, hey. hope you'll include it. Yes. This is in regards to the <laughs> question about a cappella voices on macOS. Mm. macOS indeed had custom voices or external voices for quite a long time. I remember starting my Mac journey with macOS X 10.5 Leopard in 2007. And there you could install external voices. In fact, if you were using the Mac in a language other than English, you had to use a third-party voice because back then Apple didn't offer multilingual speech yet the only voice available was alex and some variants of the old deck talk thing that they still ship around with uh, all these you know funny voices that they have and the only way to read german with a german synthesizer was actually to install a third-party voice and the only third-party voices that were available were from a company called assistiveware in i think they were in the netherlands and they licensed a cappella voices which were available for the mac and they sold them in packages first you had to buy a package for a voice at a hideous price and later they dropped the vo um, the voice prices so you could install more for less money um as as things were because by macOS X 10.7 Lion, Apple did start shipping all these international voices that were previously available on iOS and were then ported to the Mac. Now, fast forward to 2020 and the advancement of the Apple Silicon chip. That is when Assistiveware decided that they would stop selling a cappella voices and not transition that package that they still offered to Apple Silicon, to the M1 Mac, and that they would discontinue voices because they said Apple has enough voices available. That was even before Eloquence to actually make this work so to have to international customers and also to english customers who wanted like the queen voice for example they were left <laughs> in cold water which is kind of bizarre because a cappella voices for arm chips were available on ios for ages like you could install them into voice dream reader you could install them into uh blind square and stuff like that so this is really bizarre that they chose to abandon the voice offering. And so far, I don't think any other vendor, and not even a cappella themselves, have come forward and offered packages for the Mac, for the for the Apple Silicon Mac, to make those voices available on there again, which is... Like I said, it's really bizarre because they do have the ARM version of voices. So the only way 
the only thing they need to do is actually make the API compatible so that they could be used on the Mac with voiceover and system wide. So yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but they decided to abandon the Mac the moment Apple transitioned to Apple Silicon. And that's why right now we can't have nice things like the Queen voice on the Mac. Thanks for including this and it's a great show. I enjoy listening to it every day. I usually do it in the mornings when I do my household chores. And this is just really, really funny. And uh, yeah, love you guys. And talk to you later. Bye. Oh, thank you, Marco. Really appreciate your contribution. The first time I heard Marco, he came on to our old show, not the old show, but the other old show. <laughs> So many shows. <laughs> the one, the one we did, for the, the, or what I would call the midlife crisis podcast. Yes, uh, which was Blind Guy Talks Tech. Uh, that was my <laughs> midlife crisis moment, which was I just want to be on the air all the time. I want to talk to my friends. Leave me alone. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Marco came on very kindly there, and uh, nice to hear you back here on uh, Double Tap, Marco. Dropping some incredible knowledge there. He's like a like a historian, a tech historian. That was mm. fantastic. Thank you. And I did forget about that. Of course, you know, you do get access to different voices like in Blind Square and other apps as well. But it's just not available on a system level. It's a bit like narrator and their cloud voices, which are absolutely that as well, yeah. amazing. But they're just not open to the rest of the system. Please, please, we want them. I think it will come. I mean, I think it will definitely come. And you never know. Maybe these Microsoft voices might make their way into JAWS. Uh, oh, I would hope so. They are that would be amazing. so good. Every time I turn the radio on, it, it just shocks me every time because the difference between, you know, the, what I'm using right now, which is probably Microsoft Hazel or something, um, and switching to narrator with the, the, what are they called? I can't remember what they're called now. The cloud voices, anyway. Or the, um, what is the name for them? Narrator... Not Cloud Voice. Is it Cloud Voices? I don't know, but they are absolutely fantastic. Yeah, they're very they, good. They sound amazing. Uh, okay, let's go to Greg. Now, Greg has uh, been in touch with various emails, actually, uh, in particular recently about Voice Vista, letting me know about that. So thank you for alerting me that to that, Greg. Uh, Voice Vista we talked about the other day. But uh, this is an email following up on my comments regarding Microsoft not getting rid of products as easily as other companies uh -oh. do. He wanted to comment on that. Hi, Stephen. You say Microsoft never drops anything, as I attempt to listen to Double Tap on my Zoom player and write an email on my Windows phone. <laughs> One piece of legacy that is still around from Microsoft that I wish you would pass on to those looking for accessible CD ripping is Windows Media Player Legacy on all Windows 11 and 10 PCs. I did finally learn something useful from Double Tap. I heard your wonderful Laura pronounce LOL as LOL. I always thought it should be said as LOL, but checking with a pronunciation guide, I learned she is absolutely correct. Lesson learned. Greg in Pennsylvania. We taught Greg something. Hooray! Well, I think that I mean, deserves a... Uh, yeah, that's, that's definitely new. required here. Yes. I mean, that, technically talking, Laura taught Greg Laura, something. And it was a word, and it was nothing to do with tech. <laughs> Actually, I think we've, we've absolutely done it. We have absolutely nailed it. Well done. Well done to oh, thank tap. you, Greg. Always good to hear from Greg. Yeah, it's a good point, though. Yeah, but I mean, all companies drop things. I think that's fair. But there are some companies, I'm looking at one that starts with the letter G, that mm -hmm. tends to drop things a little bit more easily than others. But you know what? Maybe that's not a bad thing, right? I mean, I know I'm always a little bit wary when Google announce anything because I always feel like, is it two weeks in and they just decide to scrap it? But then is there also maybe not a part of me that feels a little bit like, well, good for you, rather than hanging on to something for the sake of it? I mean, Microsoft do the opposite, I think. I mean, you look at Windows 11, and yes. it is so filled with legacy. I mean, I can go back to the original sound control panel. I can have the yes. new sound control panel. I could probably have a, a different version somewhere in there as well. You know, they hold on to everything. It is like a loft of legacy. The loft of legacy. It's like your tech wow. drawer. It's... um. <laughs> Actually, yeah, yeah that's you're a, point. a fickle beast, Stephen Scott. How dare yes. you? So now dropping things is a good thing and and a bad thing. Yes. Okay. Can I just say, Voice Vista? <laughs> we talked about this the other day. Uh, just had an update as well, and this is for you, Michael, uh, in Schoenberg. Um, it now has the ability to virtually place you somewhere. I know Michael was looking for that feature as well. So you can say, I'm at this hotel, but you're not really. You can place your location there and have a look around, which, oh. is, uh, which is cool. Yeah, okay, cool. Interesting app. And it is available now. 
which is cool. And this is iOS only, right? Oh, yeah. As far as I know, currently, yes, iOS only. Is that because Microsoft only wrote the code for iOS? Yeah, so, yes. Right. Basically, okay. yes. So you'd have to rewrite to. it for Android. Yes. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame, isn't it? Because I think a lot of Android people would quite enjoy Soundscape. In fact, but, I have no doubt they would enjoy it. Yeah, well, you could say the same with seeing AI, but there are great alternatives. I mean, there's alternatives for um, Soundscape as well. Yeah, I'm going to put a link in the show notes because I'm not convinced of, I haven't had a chance to check the link yet and I'm not convinced it's right. So (gasps) I want to check, but there is a Google link which has been brought out from the NFB convention. So as a result of the NFB convention, there's been lots of things announced there and Google actually created a link which is something like g.co slash accessibility slash NFB23. I think that's what it is. Wow, something but like that. I will wow. put it into the, uh, the. I will put it into a web browser. I believe that's what they call it. And I will uh, hit enter on that. And if that takes me to that web page, then it was an absolute success. <laughs> the internet is wonderful. Are you um, on a web page for what? So this is a web page which basically lists all the things that were announced at NFB23. Oh, I see. And it also includes a lot of things we already know, but it just kind of wraps it up for people who are at the convention and wanted to, you know, get a summary of... um, I think that's actually a brilliant idea. All companies should do that, actually. Yeah, I was also also thinking, right, why why didn't NFB or ACB, maybe they have, but if they've recorded everything, if they've got Mm. audio of all of the presentations and events... Could they just put that on a website and we could use AI to search it? Do you know they haven't? I don't know. That's what I'm asking. So wouldn't that be oh, a good idea? Ask? Wouldn't that be brilliant? Of course it would. Yes, I'm sure it's all tell out there Tell me about you know, what, what, you know, new features are in JAWS that have been announced. Or tell me about that new humanware thing or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I that agree. That become... would be a good idea. Well done. Brilliant idea, not one we'll ever involve ourselves with, but uh, happy to suggest it to others. Uh, right, let's uh, hear from Peter. Hi, Stephen, Sean, and all double tappers. It's Pete from Robin Hood County, hoping all is well. Mm. Thank you for all the shows so far. I enjoyed the demo on the NFC tags through the Shortcuts app on Apple. Never thought of using NFC tags before, but I think I'll have a dip into that now. I don't think they're that expensive from Amazon, I don't think. I'm sure other stores are available. (laughs) I also look forward to OpenScape. And I hope you get the developers on soon, because I'd be very interested to know when it's going to be ready for use. With OpenScape for my navigation outside and Clue for my navigation inside, I can then dump Google Maps and Lazarillo and that kind of thing. So I shall look forward to those discussions. There's also another service which has been provided by WeWalk. It's on the WeWalk app, and it's called We Assist. I think it starts early July, and I heard this on the... I think it's called RNRB Tech Talk. That's the one, the one that you used to be on, Stephen. Double tap's much better, I've got to say. But um, it was interesting to hear, and um, it sounds like it'll be a valuable service for those people that have a WeWalk app and game. Anyway, thanks for all the shows, etc. And if you're ever in Kilmarnock, Stephen, go and get a Killy Pie. They are absolutely gorgeous. Cheers, guys. Oh, I used used to have a friend from Kilmarnock. Uh, used to have Killy pies. I never had a Killy Explain. pie. It's a pie uh, from yes. Kilmarnock. Thank you. What? What? Yeah, but what's inside it? Uh, meat. Uh, pie so filling. Meat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's in it. Other, I mean, other than yeah, I mean, what do I look like? Gordon Ramsay over here? I don't no. know. I don't make the pie. Oh, yeah, I had you... I had a Mars bar the other day. Oh, really? What was in it? Uh, stuff. Well, you. I don't know. Why do people oh, say that? It's a strange so thing to say. I'm, just I'm not asking. defensive. I just you ask me what's in a pie. What do you think's in a pie? Peter, I don't what know. Car parts. See, I see don't where you started? Well, no, it could be a vegetable pie. It could be a meat pie. It could be a potato pie. But it's not because it's a, okay. it's a meat pie. It has to be a meat pie. It's Scottish. There's not going to be potato in there. There's no salad in a pie. What else did Peter say? <laughs> <laughs> Peter, check out Voice Vista, another mention there. Um, it is available now in the App Store. So, uh, yeah, if you're desperate for your OpenScape. And um, 
yeah, again, the developers of OpenScape, we would love to get them on, but um, I think they're just so busy yeah, they are on the development here, and they they want to make sure before they come out and say anything that yeah you know, they're nailing it down and going in the right direction, which is understandable. Uh, well, uh, as for WeWalk, now that's interesting. I must admit, I've not really given much thought to WeWalk recently because I mean, for a start, you know, it is what it is, right? It's a smart cane, and it gives you lots of feedback. But yeah, the development must be going on with the app, and um, I think that's pretty cool. Of course, you have to buy the cane in order to benefit what is from it. it. I don't well, know what it is. It's the smart cane. You don't know this? It's a smart no, no, cane. The, the new feature in the app, was it We Assist? Well, I don't know. I don't know. What actually does that offer? Um, Assistance. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, cool. It's a if pie, anyone... right? It's a pie. <laughs> it's got meat in it. But what's it's in it? It's not got... I don't know, because <sighs> I, I don't know the ingredients of everything I eat. Okay, if you've eaten a We Walk smart cane, then uh, let, get in touch <laughs> and let us know what the We Assistant <laughs> hang filling on a is. Sec, hang on, I'm just checking. Uh, the lawyers have said, do not recommend people eat WeWalk canes. That I'm so is sorry, not I take that idea. back. That's the title of this show now. Do not do try not, this at home. Do not, yeah, do, not, do not try this at home. We are trained professionals. <laughs> uh, have we got time for one more? Of course um, we have. You know, let's just... Uh, no, we don't. We don't have time, sadly. Oh, we don't oh, have time wow. because our emails, we have very intelligent people who write into this show. And yes. uh, that means the emails are quite long, so we don't have much time <laughs> left. Um, tomorrow, we are going to get into more of your feedback, though. Uh, I, th- I think we'll just dedicate tomorrow to feedback because we've got so many emails and voicemails to go yep. through. So we'll, we'll dedicate to that. We really appreciate you sending that in. Uh, keep, it, keep it coming. Um, and also, <laughs> yes, as the You're right. right. <laughs> I, I, I'm just checking, are you eating right? a pie? No, I have, it's a pie, right? What is wrong with people? You, you, you eat KFC, no one says what's in it, right? No one says, oh, what's in the KFC? Because well, a clue's in the name, in it? chicken. I'm going to give you a clue. Kentucky no, no, no. fried chicken. No, usually it's a cheese pie, a meat pie or whatever. But when you say, well, you call it a killer pie. I mean, how do you know? What's in I'm it? I'm going to have a caramel chocolate bar. Oh, what's in it? What caramel? Oh, what the clue's in the name. In it? it just says pie. It's a killing anyway. pie. Anyway, um, I think that's enough promotion for them. Uh, okay, we're back tomorrow. <laughs> Feedback at doubletaponair.com. I'm so sorry. Mr. F lets us. At 1877-803-4567. It's the show that reviewers said was still on air. And we agree. <laughs> it is rather remarkable. We're back tomorrow. Thanks, Sean. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hi, I'm Ramia Amuthan. Join me weekly for AMI Audiobook Review, the podcast that explores new titles, introduces us to famous narrators, and updates what's hot at the Center for Equitable Library Access. Download episodes of AMI Audiobook Review from your favorite podcast provider.